It's time to get empowered and realize your true beauty with tips, breakthroughs, and secrets of the industry. And now, here's your host, your personal beauty guru, David Pollack, and health expert, Lisa Davis. I got to admit, our industry, it seems like every day changes. I mean, there's always a new ingredient you hear about. There's new brands coming on the market. There's new trends. And there's a website that's been a go-to-me for years. And so I'm excited about today's guest because this website, we'll put the link up later, but cosmeticsdesign.com. Now, with us today is the senior editor who's got over 20 years of international experience in publishing, um, has developed and uh, developed and leads the forward-thinking and innovative editorial content for Cosmetics Design, and our guest name is Simon Pittman. So, Simon, Lisa, and I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, your, the, the, your website has so much great content and stays on top of things. So let's talk about a couple of the trends you see happening right now. One of the ones that, that you know, really, I'm, I'm curious what you see happening is the micro-segmentation. And I, I don't know how far you see it drilling down, but I see like a lot of custom products coming up. And I, I blame Starbucks for that. You know, there's so many different thousands <laughs> of types of coffee. You know, I think we're seeing that now in products that we choose. I, what do you see? Yeah, well, I, I think we're seeing uh, this particular trend across the board for uh, fast-moving consumer goods, um, but it is really underlined in the cosmetics world. I think um, this trend is being driven by the millennial consumer who has um, raised the bar for expectations on products. And, and this millennial consumer wants a product that's targeted directly at them and their needs, skincare, hair care, uh, color cosmetic specific requirements. Um, so what's happening is um, you know, micro-segmentation means that um, there's a product for everyone out there. It's no longer one, one product fits all, uh, which only 10 years ago was the case. It really wasn't the, the amount of choice on the market. Um, so that's what's happening. That's what's prevailing. And it's kind of crazy times for the industry because um, the choice uh, is phenomenal. And obviously behind that is a phenomenal um, product innovation pipeline. So keeping um, the guys in the development and research and development side of things very, very busy. Well, you know, okay. it seems like people are going more for natural and organic. And I'm looking at your site now, and you've got hot topics. And one of them is Porex focuses on applicator technology to tackle preservatives for color cosmetics. Another one is uh, Palette Naturals has arrived, and fragrance ingredient labeling will never be the same. Now, David and I uh, had another show before, and we would talk about this, about how they really don't label fragrances, right, David? And it can be very misleading, and you might think you have something natural. So I'm guessing this is driving it as well, the demand for more natural and organic products. Yeah, um, this has really changed, this this particular segment. Um, I think but 10 years ago, you you make kind of claims about products being natural and organic when they weren't entirely natural and yeah. organic and get away with it. Uh, I think now you're, you're going to shot out of the, uh, the space uh, if you make furious claims. Someone's going to, whether it's someone in the industry or an eagle-eyed consumer, someone's going to get you. So you've really got to, to you know, be very um, precise in, in your claims and be true to your claims as well. So, you know, 
actually in the natural and organic um, uh, category, consumers um, are, are, are willing to invest a little bit more money um, for, for their sense of, of, of comfort and well-being um, to ensure that those products are genuine and they really are, you know, being developed with natural ingredients. I think that's a key because you brought it up is is you've got to be able to trust the brand. So with today's social media, if you're not true to your brand and your mission, I think people call it out on social media. And I think millennials are driving that. You know, you mentioned earlier how they're changing the industry. But I think that's one thing. They're looking for brands with a mission. Um, they're looking for one that's that cares about the earth and cares about them. And I, maybe that's where the, you know, where I see a lot of this change coming from. What what else do you see? Like millennial, how how else do you see the millennials changing it? Like what else are, is causing it? Mm, well, I think in in line with what you just said about um, uh, the newer consumers sort of changing things, I think they're um, a lot more literate when it comes to um, products. They're reading labels. They're using apps and um, uh, information resources to help them decipher those products. So, um, you know, that, that it's going all the way down to, to the, you know, the finer details of the formulation and the ingredients because these, you know, a lot of these consumers are um, becoming very, uh, very informed about, you know, what's going into the product. So it's, it's micro-segmentation of, of, of of the market on a broader scale, um, you know, a product for everyone. And then, you know, going, drilling down a bit deeper, it's, it's uh, you know, a lot of consumers are um, very literate when it comes to um, product formulation and ingredients. So, um, you know, from a, a perspective, that's, that's quite intriguing. And it's about, and about terms, you know, maybe five, ten years ago when, when these resources didn't exist and consumers weren't so... Um, up to speed on the formulation side. I think you hit on something because I've got a 23-year-old son who thinks he knows everything. And at times I'd like to think, you know, I know more. But truly, Google has changed <laughs> that. Well, it, these millennials can actually Google it's each ingredient. Yeah, they're yeah. more, I, I'm going to say more educated, but they also have the resources that we're just learning to use. And to them, it's second nature. They grew up with it. So they can Google not just the name of a brand and price, but each individual ingredient. And it is changing how products are formulated and made and how brands operate. I I like it. It's just been, an, uh, you have to adapt to it. I mean, it's been interesting. Yeah. But it's also, you know, because beyond Google as well, there's apps uh, where you can literally zap the label and you'll get all the um, formulation and ingredient information up on your smartphone. So it's that easy I, to do well, it in the store. I, I think he's pointing out I'm a little bit older. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not savvy enough. Hey, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I haven't downloaded those apps personally, I should add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, David, okay, you're well, pretty darn savvy because, I mean, look at all the cool stuff you created. I just, you know, I got to give you that. Well, thank you. I know I create a lot of products, and and so from the lab part and developing new things, I am I am staying on the trend. But when it comes to apps and how educated the millennials are, it is mind boggling. And I and I I do I think Starbucks has changed how we look at the world. 
Um, if you can get thousands, who would have thought coffee can come in thousands of different types? And I love coffee, so I'm not knocking it. It's just, but I think now it's expected in everything else we do. But let me ask you another question is, I think the millennials are driving it. Our, our generation probably started it, maybe. I don't know. But the natural segment in organic, do you see that going beyond health food stores and going more into luxury brands or high-end brands? Or what do you see the future of that? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, the, the, the natural and organic um, uh, category for cosmetics in, in particularly in North America was pretty small just a few years ago. Um, it was a, still a niche uh, or a niche, as, as we say in the U.S. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, in, in the last five years in particular, that's grown you know into a category in itself, uh, a very well defined category. And, and what's happening? Beyond that is that, you know, it's evolving into quite a high-end category. A lot of the products are targeting sort of the, the more um, premium and luxury end of it. So, uh, yeah, in line with consumers' um, desires to have, you know, the most natural and organic um, products, the, the, the purest products, they're, they're prepared to pay quite a lot for that now. And that's that, uh, moving the natural and organic um, category towards the high end of the market. It's interesting. You open up a whole new topic, but we're going to run out of time because I'd love to talk about millennials and their spending and where you see that trending, but I'm going to have to save that for another time. I want to thank you for joining us today. Simon Pittman has been our guest, and I invite you to go visit his website, cosmeticsdesign.com. It is the resource for our industry to see what's trending in beauty and personal care. I'm your beauty guru, David Pollock. If you have a question about beauty, visit justaskdavid.com. Lisa and I want to thank you for joining us. And if you haven't subscribed yet, go to justaskdavid.com slash iTunes and subscribe today. Thank you for joining us. The preceding show was produced by the Gab Radio Network. For more information about the services we provide, visit gabradionetwork.com.